Well, we're live. Brian Tierney. Yep. Yep. What's, Good to be here. What's your middle name? Uh, Robert. Brian Robert Tierney. Yeah. Living in the living New England, uh, <laughs> Irish, you know, yeah. Irish heritage. Anyone call you Bobby growing up or not? No. My, uh, it's my grandfather's name, uh, oh, Robert. Cool. He, called, he was Bob. He was Bob, though. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have like a little bit of. That's like my. So my middle name is Cormier, mm-hmm. which is a little weird. Obviously, middle name. It's mm-hmm. not normal, but it's my mother's maiden name. Okay. So. Yeah, some feminism. Actually, um, cool story about my last name. So, Tierney. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's like it. I said, Irish, but. So it's my grandfather's mom's name um okay so my grandfather he um he was an orphan his mm-hmm. dad was a drunk he was german his oh, last Jesus. name was um Ferenkopf. okay um so he was german he was a drunk um so he kind of you know abandoned him and his mom uh his mom was from ireland her last name was tierney um so he actually hated his dad so he changed his name uh to robert tierney and um so that's how that started so yeah i actually have a woman's last name fun fact (laughs) that's cool yeah i mean well obviously it's not cool that you're (laughs) was is it your great-grandfather so yeah that would be my great yeah great grandfather not cool that he was a drunk yeah no not cool he was a drunk so uh you know we're we're ending that streak Mm -hmm. yeah you you wouldn't consider yourself drunk uh, maybe in college (laughs) senior week i'm getting actually uh the snapchat memories right now of senior week oh really oh my good god dude it's terrible um i just had this thing i would uh i would kill a bottle of pink whitney every day um represent yeah um that was deadly uh I think, I remember graduation, um, I was just sitting there, I was like, dude, I can't wait to fucking get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't say goodbye to anyone, I was like, I cannot do, I, I went home and just went to bed for like hours, Yeah. and I woke up at like two in the morning, I was like, dude, I, I can't drink for the next like year. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine, and especially like all those college kids who are going, are going through that right now, kind mm-hmm. of. technical difficulties yeah, but we're, we're back. back we're back happens with the pod you know yep. there's a lot of moving parts you're you're new to this though. actually i want the backstory how the pod backstory? start oh how did it start yeah. how'd you get into this so i was just like talking I was, I was talking to my brother essentially and i was just like oh like it'd be cool to like just have to have a podcast and just talk to people about their jobs and stuff because we were having a discussion. Well, it, sorry, it stemmed from something before that. We were talking about how it's hard to have like meaningful conversations with people, because like normally when you're hanging out, it's like either after work or it's on a Friday night, Saturday night. You're out or you're going and doing something. There's not a lot of like times when I can have like a sit down conversation with you or with someone else and ask them about their job, like ask some stories about their life and stuff like that and i was like that's why i love podcasts is because that's like an outlet and my brother was just like why don't you just like start a podcast and it's, do it's, that with your friends it's funny you say that because half the time um so drew was up um two weekends mm-hmm. ago and, and drew was, drew is another kid from uh brian correct. that we went to school with yeah so he lives in new jersey so he came mm-hmm. up um for the weekend 
and so we were shooting the shit in the common room and he, we were just like can you imagine if we had a microphone right now like oh the, yeah the stories just everything about it is so funny just it's <laughs> like i wish we had a microphone just to like look back and just mm-hmm. like listen to the conversation so you know it is is a pretty cool idea just to like record it and then like you said you could just go back and listen like on this day how was life what was i doing who was mm-hmm. i talking to so it's nice like archive it's like a journal almost yeah that is true too as far as i haven't really like gone back and listened to any but like i've done with ones with family members like friends so it's like something kind of like to what you said you can go back and listen to yourself be like what the hell was i thinking when i said that yeah no like it's that. so funny one of the it's like i said I, I, earlier we were talking i was like i listened to um spitting chicklets on a barstool mm-hmm. um hockey podcast um but literally like what they do they their interviews it's stories like it's not like it's literally just dudes telling stories about their time and it is laugh out loud funny and it's literally just telling stories and i feel like that's what we do when our boys come up it's like mm-hmm. uh yo remember when this happened remember when that happened and i kind of wish we did have like something like a podcast to document it because it is so funny like you just piss yourself laughing <laughs> and it's like i wish there was a microphone here to record these stories right now it's so funny yeah it's true it's true but enough about me and enough about the pod. We're here to talk about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're living here in Somerville? Yes. So living, living in Somerville with uh, with Chrissy Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say his nickname? Did, did we go over that on, on his? No, we didn't. Okay. But we, we'll, we'll save that we'll for save another We'll save that for pod. another time. Okay, good thing I didn't blurt it out. Um, so Chris <laughs> and then also our friend Mike from college. So actually, mm-hmm. um, for those of you listening, I have a girlfriend, Alyssa. Um, her her best people friend. were already lining yeah. up. <laughs> Girls uh, were already like, yeah, oh, no, what's sorry, Brian's sorry, number? I'm taking. Um, <laughs> no, but she has a good friend, Ellie. Um, she went to Bryant too, and so her, um, so they're best friends actually. So that's how we met Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm dating Alyssa, he's dating Ellie. So gotcha, we, we gotcha. became friends with Mike like senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so me and Chris were actually looking for a place in uh Nashua, New Hampshire, because oh, I, okay. I actually work in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Um, however, we we would have been paying the same thing in Nashville and there's not a lot to do in New Hampshire. Like it's fun. Like during the winter, yeah. you know, I ski, snowboard, do that stuff. That would have been cool. But you know, like living in the cities, there's just so much more to do. Mm-hmm. And so it actually happened. Like, you know, we were just looking for places and Mike was like, Hey, like, you know, I'm looking for a place. So the three of us started looking cause two bedrooms of Boston are pretty unaffordable. Like yeah, it's, it's ve- expensive. very hard to come by. So like we were, we were looking, but not seriously. And then Mike popped up and like, perfect. That's three. Um, literally within six days of looking, this place popped up. It was perfect. So just decided on Somerville. My brother lived there for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. sorry, I just had a burp. Um, <laughs> no, so we, that might was, be the first burp on the podcast. Yeah, honestly, you know, making history if this thing ever becomes big. Um, but uh, yeah, so we were when, when it becomes when, big. Yeah, I'll give you a when yeah. it becomes big. But yeah, so we're, we're living in Somerville. It's great. Um, they're actually putting in a T stop for those of you who don't know. T is the Boston's public transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, kind of like a subway going right behind our house in the summer. So that would be cool. You can just that, that get nice. places instead of Ubering. Orange Line, Green Line, which is oh, cool because Line. that goes pretty much everywhere. Yeah, um, that goes you know Fenway the garden stuff yeah. like that so you know that would be cool um but yeah it's been fun um we were actually we were talking earlier it's just like um for those of you i grew up on cape cod um i don't know if anyone listening knows who that is, where that is um <laughs> it's just uh essentially a beach town in cape cod uh, yeah. in in massachusetts um but so it was a big switch up living in the city things are 
things are a lot more difficult during the week um mm-hmm. grocery shopping um you know going to the gym traffic yeah. all that it's, it was a big there's switch just up. more people there's just yeah it's just so much more um which is good it's you, good you got more to do but at the same point to exactly your, to your point it was like going to the grocery store exactly. that's five minutes down the road takes like 15 yeah it's give and take like, like there's, there's a lot more fun um but it is nice to get out of the city every once in a while so skate back home mm-hmm. but yeah it's been good so far so yeah and so do you commute to work in merrimack or are you like fully remote so i've been working uh for fidelity for t- uh 10 months i have not been in the office a single time really yeah so have you ever like met anyone or so i have like friends um they're like kids our age mm-hmm. um i work with so i haven't actually met them yet but we just have like group chats and stuff <laughs> yeah. um so i think they're gonna start going back in the office soon um but i might be out of the merrimack office by then so just like planning you know yeah the future so i, I kind of want to be more around the city so mm-hmm. i can so when i do start commuting just easier don't have to go all the way up to new hampshire yeah yeah and that's one thing do you like like that like do you like working and i don't know like exactly what your job function is and like what you're doing but i mean i can imagine it's like because well, i work remotely as well and like i work in a team different teams and i've met the people like we travel and go see each other every once in a while mm-hmm. but i feel like it would be weird if i literally never saw them yeah so you know i like it because you don't have to commute especially with gas right now oh um, yeah definitely <laughs> but it also saves you time you know i really i literally roll out of bed 10 minutes before work and just mm-hmm. roll into my office um so that part's nice and then i just go right to the gym after work it's right there um but yeah i, I mean like it's hard to tell because i've never had an actual in-office job yeah you, know, you don't know I was anything a, i'm tech i don't know what i'd call it maybe a, a covid worker i've never had that experience of actually being in an office so it's hard to tell mm-hmm. i think i would like it though because i do like you know talking to people um i already like i said i already have a bunch of friends there so it would be pretty cool to go in and actually see them um but you know i i think it'd be nice to have like a little hybrid you know go in maybe wednesday thursday or tuesday wednesday and work from home monday mm-hmm. friday or something like that i think that would be ideal is you know more of a hybrid schedule um because you get that exposure to people but also um you know you have those days when you just roll into the office so yeah yeah, yeah. and that's one thing that i also we kind of joke about at my company is that whenever we kind of get together and we're all in the office i feel like i don't get any work done yeah because i'm just like talking <laughs> to people and like whether it's like catching up on like personal stuff or it's like you're just talking about different projects and having meetings because we try to like schedule meetings in that time yeah it's just kind of funny that you're almost more productive when you're just by yourself exactly you don't have like someone there to shock you oh like what did you do last night like oh i had dinner yada 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 you just like talk for 20 minutes yeah i've heard that too so it's like you go into the office you're way less productive um but also I am jealous because I see kids that do go in the office and they have, you know, on Fridays, it's like they'll take the last two hours and they'll, yeah. they'll booze. They'll like actually like do fun mm-hmm. stuff. So that is something I'm probably missing out on. But, you know, hopefully in the future can uh, get get to that. So, yeah. 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 Do you want to talk a little bit about like your job? Because you're did you are finance major. And- Correct. Yeah. So I can talk about that. Yeah. So I was a finance major in college, economics minor. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, with you, I don't really have any direction. Um in high school i didn't have any really like, interests you know mm-hmm. i like playing sports and all that you know yeah. the usual but like in terms of a career for example my brother he's an engineer um he's living oh, out wow. in la right now but he was the type of kid he would take things apart 
put it back together. Yeah. Like he was just, he knew exactly what he wanted to do. He loved trains as a kid. So he works on, um, he works for a company, uh, a train company essentially. So he works on trains, but oh, that's very so like, cool. for example, so that's what I'm saying. Like some people had that, that drive. They knew what they wanted to do. Yeah. I was, just, I was not that kid. I liked snowboarding. I like doing all that <laughs> stuff. Like, you know, going to the beach. I just like, so I was like, what will make me some money so I can do the things that I actually like to do? And I was like, I guess finance people make some money. So I was like, all right, I'll go into finance. So, mm-hmm. or business for yeah, that case. Business. I was like, and also growing up on the Cape, all the jobs were very seasonal. You could only find a job to work on the weekends. So I worked weekends from like 12 to 21. I didn't have a single weekend off in the summer. So I was like, get me a nice desk job, nine to five during the week. I can have my weekends off and hang out with my friends. So I was like, so that's how I got into kind of finance and like business. So long story short, um, went through college, um, didn't like i said didn't really know what i wanted to do coming out so um actually so my girlfriend Alyssa was interning at fidelity she's like hey they have a job there um it's called cra customer relationship advocate so essentially what i do i had to get a couple licenses um i just passed most of them i um anyone that knows like series 763 all that stuff yeah um, congrats thank you That's... um so i passed all that stuff back in like december um nice so now what i do is essentially people call in typically older people who don't use the you know the website and all that place yeah. trades for them you know do stuff like that mostly trading um mm-hmm. people would be like you know i want to buy this blah 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 mutual fund so i'll place trades over the phone um so that's kind of what i do right now um but in the future um my next move is i have a family friend who works it's called a financial consultant it's financial planning so um you know setting up people for retirement or mm-hmm. you know get get their goals you know th- i, I want to save for my kids college like you pl- you help them plan for all that so that's my next step is probably getting my cfp um okay become a certified financial planner um get out to like a you know one of the branches there um and like i said just you know have clients um help them plan for their future stuff like that and Mm -hmm. get their money invested and you know so it's very personal which i like you know well yeah you're definitely like a people person you enjoy talking to people i do like talking to people i I, it's funny because i I used to be the shyest kid ever i was like i'm gonna have a desk job with just crunching numbers i would have loved that (laughs) but as i like kind of thought about it i was like wait like sorry i had to burp again um <laughs> two burps two burps um but i was like actually i kind of like talking to people i was like you know i like having it's interesting it's not yeah. the same shit every day you know i can like talk to people and so that's when i started to become like coming on that route and that was kind of the track i'm already on with my current job mm-hmm. is you know i'm getting all these licenses that are leading to that so i was like might as well just stay on it and like i said i talked to my family friend who's in the position that i'm shooting for in the next probably five years or so and so he's been helping me kind of guide through the process of how to get there and stuff so it's it's comforting to know there's a way to get there um because the job right now you know it it makes me money it's not glorious though it's not where i thought i'd be after college Mm -hmm. um well it's it's hard especially with social media and stuff i mean i'm sure you felt this too but you go on linkedin and then you see the kids that are not only your age or like a year younger like the kids a year older than you and you see like oh this person just got a new job Mm -hmm. oh this person just got a new job Mm -hmm. and it's like oh fuck should i be like making more money exactly and then like you kind of have to like hone in like all right like everyone is in their own kind of Mm -hmm. world and obviously at one point someone's gonna be better but then i mean it's also 
LinkedIn and with social media too, people's lives can obviously be like projected as this amazing thing and it's shitty. Exactly. Or the other way around. Like yeah. their online presence could not be big and they're yeah. wonderful, they're happy, they have friends. No, you definitely said it perfect. You know, you, you do compare yourself to other people. You're oh, like, yeah. wait, like I had the same GPA as them. I was yeah. the same. I did the exact same. And they're like making blah 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 money mm. it's like they're posting it and stuff it it can be a little demoralizing but you have to like reality check yourself you're like i'm in this position now everyone has a starting point yeah. it's like well it's also it's not only unhealthy but it's just to give energy to oh this person's making more exactly. money like, yeah it's so no. silly it's very stupid but it's, it's a human it's a human very human and you're right because social media definitely has exaggerated that it's it's people's it's people trying to show the best things about their lives Mm. you don't realize you know what's going on behind the scenes like i know kids that are very successful and are fucking miserable you know it's like but you only see the good side of things on social media um was that a burp no i'm burp (laughs) hopefully people don't turn this off yeah right these two two fucking slobs um but yeah no you're, you're totally right and then you just gotta you can only focus on yourself and the biggest thing you know my parents are always like um you know are you happy and i was Mm -hmm. like yeah you know but you have to think about it sometimes like am i am i really happy doing this because it it's hard to think i remember when we first i first started working it was literally like my first couple weeks i go holy shit i'm doing this for the next 40 years of my life i was like I have to find something I actually somewhat enjoy. Yeah. I cannot be miserable nine to five, 40 mm-hmm. hours a week for the rest, for 40 no. fucking years. Like, it is insane. Well, and you're obviously not going to do the same job function exactly. for 40 years. No, exactly. So that was a big thing was finding out kind of what I want to do. So that's mm-hmm. when I kind of, you know, I talked to like that kid I know and he was like, you know, it's a great job. You know, it's personable. Um, it is a little, it's hard to get to. You have to put in some work, but yeah. I don't, I don't mind putting in some work to getting there. Um, but it was good to see because he started off in the same exact role I'm in right now. So oh, he was okay. in the same exact situation. Yeah. Um, so I reached out and he's like, yeah, just, you know, grind it out, get your CFP, probably get your master's at some point. And I was like, all right, well, you know, just got to put your head down for the next little bit. And then you can kind of coast through the rest of life as long as you like it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I don't believe anyone truly loves their job. I'm sure there's people out there, but I don't know anyone who's like, I love going to work every day. But it's finding something that, you know, is it's not necessarily manageable but you know it's it's very doable you're not dreading it on a sunday when you're like holy crap i have to go to work tomorrow like i i hate that feeling so it's just finding something that's manageable you don't mind going to work and um fulfilling is something else like um like i said when you're helping someone plan for their future and you know it does help them that is a very fulfilling feeling um helping someone out so i've always been kind of a helpful kid so I would say, I mean, I don't know what other people say about me, but, um, <laughs> but, um, uh, but Fucking yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but you know, it is fulfilling. So that's something I was looking for, something fulfilling, an office job, nine to five. And that is something that is a goal. So yeah. that's the goal right now. But yeah. 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 I mean, it is to your point. Everyone kind of has those bad days where maybe not necessarily like dreading going to work, but it's just like, oh, like today sucked. Mm-hmm. And like that can happen at any, whether it's a business job role or like you work in a hospital or you're a scientist. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone has those days where you're like, fuck this. Yeah, no, you can even like your job and you can still show up some days and it's just like, I fucking hate this job. Yeah. Like, get me out of here. I've, I've had those days in the past two weeks where I'm like, why, mm-hmm. what am I doing right now? Yeah. It's usually someone screaming at me over the phone about something. I'm like, dude, I have nothing to do with yeah. this. Like, See, that's, it out. that's why I, I mean, I have kind of like a people person job because I'm interacting with clients and mm-hmm. things like that, but it's not 
that's not a major part of my job function. I'd say that's like 20% if that. So, and that's one reason this guy, I just hate, I worked as a, a grocery shop cashier at like a grocery store mm-hmm. and just like constantly having to talk to people. Oh yeah. Just, I hated it well, so much. This is something so funny. Much. So my first job when I was 12, got my first job was umpiring Little League. Mm-hmm. I did that for 10 years. Yeah. I've had the most people person mm-hmm. upset job, like most upset people jobs ever in so the first one's umpiring obviously mm-hmm. you're not perfect you're making bad no. calls all the time and you're also how old are you yeah 12 when i started <laughs> so it was mostly when i obviously it wasn't too bad back then i was just umpiring little kids but yeah when i got to probably like 15 16 i started umpiring you know like 11 12 year olds and then all-star tournaments so mm-hmm. taken very seriously all summer yeah um that's when i started getting screamed at. i'm like but it also helped it, you know the thick skin grew me some thick skin i learned how to deal with people just screaming at oh, me definitely, yeah um, and not only that but like conflict resolution exactly almost. like yeah. you learn this person's yelling at me how do i cool diffuse this it yeah how do you diffuse the situation so like that was cool um you know you deal with the parents the parents i'd always just tell them to shut up or else i'm i'm like forfeiting your team because the parents is easy the coaches i'll, I'll talk to a coach i'll understand yeah. them i'll hear them out but so that was umpiring and then i also worked at a restaurant so you know also on Cape Cod. For those of you listening who don't know Cape Cod, it is um, it's in Massachusetts. Um, look it up. It's a very wealthy place. A lot of stuck up people. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of posers. People trying to act <laughs> like you know they're the balls. Um, but so especially during the summer when all the tourists come down. Um, yeah. But so like obviously at the I worked at a pretty nice like seafood restaurant. So you're dealing with Where, a lot of, what? It's called Fisherman's View. Um, it's okay. in Sandwich. It's right on uh, right on the marina there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people who think they're all that and they deserve the world and um which no no one does no 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 you're 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 getting food and drinks like relax (laughs) um so i umpiring uh the restaurant then i worked at a beach for two years um that was a pretty cool job that job was a lifeguard or no so i worked at the gatehouse so i was a supervisor there so it was essentially like um so the, it was actually a cool beach so there's one side that was public um mm-hmm. you know you could just go there and swim and just pay or if you're a resident you could go there for free the other side was a drive-on beach so you could take your car out oh, onto the beach cool. um so that was like the big draw was the drive-on yeah. beach everyone wanted to go to the drive-on beach so there's a big you know getting people stickers inspecting their cars and all that making sure they're good to drive out mm-hmm. um however you know we'd have to close the beach sometimes because too many too many cars were out there yeah so telling someone who just came down from, you know, 30 minutes away, oh, you can't go out today. They they are furious. But the good oh, thing about yeah. that job was my manager was really cool there. Shout out Donna. Um, Shout out. Yeah, she was, she was an older lady. Um, very, very stern. She told me she was like, if anyone's giving you shit, tell them the fuck off, essentially. <laughs> so like, that was a cool job. You could just be like, no, get out of here. Um, so that was cool. But yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of service jobs. So like I said, you learn how to grow thick skin. You learn how to deal with people. You know how to diffuse situations. But you know, it is, you have your good, like you said, you have your good days and your bad days. You have the people who are kind, they make your day, you know, you have great conversations. Yeah. Um, but then you have the people screaming in your face. But like I said, you just get used to it and you're like, I move on with my life. I don't care. So yeah, no, different different jobs, pretty much all service-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like when those people are, I also subscribe to like the 10% asshole rule mm-hmm. where just like 10% of people are assholes. Mm-hmm. They're going to be assholes. They might just be an asshole because they're having a bad day too. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've sometimes will lash out with people. Probably shouldn't, but mm-hmm. like sometimes that'll happen. But I mean, there's just, 
certain amount of people are just always gonna piss you off mm-hmm. and, and they're miserable people and they'll, <laughs> yeah. and then, like, and they'll you, always be miserable you start feeling bad for them you're like i'm sorry you'll never be happy um but <laughs> another another mindset. great thing about it was um what was i gonna say oh yeah you learn I will never be an asshole to a, a service, but they're trying their best. Oh, yeah. Unless, 100%. like, they're clearly being, like, rude or whatever, then I'll, like, if a server is being rude, like, you know when they're being rude and, you know, you have the right to be a little upset. Mm-hmm. If someone's making a mistake, I will never be upset. Oh, if someone no. brought me the wrong food, I don't even, I'm, I'll eat it. I'm oh, like, same. what? It's like, <laughs> stop being mean to people. Like, it's just, like, it's very easy just to be kind, give a smile. And, you know, you see those people who are miserable and you're like, I don't want to be like that. So mm-hmm. it was it a was good learning experience for sure. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of going back to energy. You only have so much energy. And to give energy to just some random person you met that you'll probably never interact with mm-hmm. again for being a dick or mm-hmm. an asshole. It's just like, yeah, just exactly. let it go. It's like, why is it going to ruin my day when this person's being an idiot? So, yeah. 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 But yeah. So going back to kind of your like career trajectory what is the path to getting a cfp because i feel like i've like heard different people i I know it's cfp for people listening it's a certified financial planner correct um got that i'm not that dumb yeah but like what are so you've taken these different tests what are some other kind of like hurdles that you have to get to get there yeah so essentially so what i've already passed is the series 7 series 63 so essentially what that allows you to do is um trade you know uh purchase you know stocks or mutual funds for people for clients um so essentially i just have my my it's a securities license so you know you can trade securities for people um do all that jazz um what would be next is there's called the 63 and the 65 that's guidance so you can provide some sort of guidance to people on so investments you can be like, so you, you can be like buy this one. yeah you can be like you're 50 years old you have this much income you have x amount of kids um according to this you should be buying this this is where your money should be so essentially what the cfp is is it's just a very in-depth part of that where you know the 65 63 it's mostly sales you're selling fidelity's mutual funds you're like uh, okay, I will provide you some guidance, but at the same time, most of the time I'm putting you in this certain mutual fund. Um, because, you know, once if a person does buy a Fidelity fund, obviously it helps the company. So, you know, that's like some sort of guidance, but it's not exactly what I want to do. Whereas the CFP, you can do many things. You know, you have a wealthy client, their main goal is to, you know, avoid taxes as much as they can. So that's stuff you learn through the CFP is how to help people with tax situations, more in-depth retirement and all that stuff. And you mm-hmm. can kind of, uh, in layman term, freeball it. You don't have to follow a certain sales guideline or anything like that. You can take a look at it yourself and say, this is what you need to do. This is like the, the where, you need, where your money needs to be. You have a kid going to college, open up a 529 account. You know, it's tax deferred. There's good tax benefits and you can help pay for your kid's college. Um, so it's just stuff like that. But like i said rewarding job you're helping people um you're not just pushing pushing sales on them that's one thing i never wanted to do with sales because i'm the type of kid who takes no for an answer if someone if i'm like telling someone to do something and they say no i go okay i'm not i can't be that pushy guy who's <laughs> yeah. just at your door like no you, know, you need to do this you need to, I'm, I'm not that kid so that was something i didn't want to do so that's why the cfp is good because you can actually look at someone's situation and, and do the best thing it's called fiduciary do what's in be- the their best term like what's in their best interest Mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool so yeah the cfp essentially is just an in-depth way of looking at someone um and your license to provide good advice to them um and they know it's a reliable certification to have essentially Mm -hmm. so it's similar to 
um, the CFA. I don't know if you've heard of the, that yeah. chartered financial analyst. You need that to analyze, you know, stocks and stuff like that. So it's similar, just two different um, mm-hmm. ends of the spectrum on the finance finance spectrum. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And how long does that normally take to get? Um, a, or does it just depend completely it de- on it how depends. much you try? Exactly. So it's kind of the pace you want to work at, but most people, it's about a year. So you take like you just study for a little bit, then you go to usually a college will offer courses because uh, brian actually offers cfp courses um so you can go to a college and then you can take courses there um then you just have to pass a test so um usually about a year though so and then so i'd probably get that first and then move on to getting my master's um after that because master's if you have your cfp um you're you're pretty much good um you know you could do that job without your masters Mm but um to give yourself a little edge up on other people you kind of do want your i'm probably gonna go for like my mba um so just get my masters after that and then probably be good to go but yeah yeah sounds like you got life all figured out yeah i got a plan right now we'll see how that goes though you know plans change so yeah (laughs) you know i might get in that job and i fucking hate it so yeah you never know yeah i mean fucking covid two might hit like. yeah no exactly yeah and then you don't have a job that's the other thing like both my parents had pretty secure jobs my dad works for the irs my mom's a nurse like so one's a government job one's nursing you're not yeah. you're not going to get laid off essentially whereas no. um you look back to like 08 a lot of parents got fired like, laid off and like that's a scary thing to think about because oh, especially definitely. with what's going on right now it's very uncertain so it's like i could definitely get laid off and then once because like i'm paying rent now i have bills it's like holy shit it's scary it's yeah. like if you get laid off you're screwed so like that's something to think about in this industry as well is yeah. you, you're very re- replaceable and if times are tough they they're not afraid to say you know kick you to the streets so yeah, yeah it's something to think about yeah it is it is a crazy crazy world we live in mm-hmm. i forget who there's some guy i forget who it was but essentially humans are the only species that figured out how to make them like essentially you have to pay to live mm-hmm. <laughs> like to do anything you have to you pay. have you have to work a job you <laughs> can't like, just sit around and <laughs> on your ass all other all other animals i guess they have to work to live too because they have to get food and they have to if you're a bug you have to fight off other bugs that are gonna yeah. eat you but you know their job is full-time getting food oh it's so okay. like an animal has three jobs in life one mm-hmm. eating two yep fucking you yes. have to reproduce <laughs> that's true and three building a shelter you gotta you know you yeah. gotta have a safe home um whereas us instead of you know manual labor because that's what animals do all day yeah we have a job to pay other people that do that for us build us a house well, obviously except fucking yeah. um you know we do that ourselves but um <laughs> no, you know, like, not everyone, but. yeah that's true um and then getting food you pay a grocery store to get your yeah, food for you pay, pay so it's just like yeah it just shows our, our evolutions a little bit it's the same concept though those are the three main things you need um but you know we pay for it whereas yeah. we don't do manual labor all day just to, no. just to survive so but we also we also like to do fun things, you know. Yeah. We like to go on vacation, do stuff like that. Whereas animals, they don't, you know, they don't do any of that shit. So yeah, I know. Like I guess <laughs> is vacation for like birds and like fish that like migrate? migration. Yeah, yeah, they go but down the warm that, place. I don't know I if mean, it's a vacation work. though. They got to fly all the way yeah. down there. Dude. And I was like, it's I was crazy. I was watching like the there's this new national parks. Um, 
documentary on Netflix. I want to watch that. I saw the trailer for that. that. No, I want to watch it, though. It, it, the Obama one? No, I haven't. I want to see it, though. Yeah, so yeah. there's one where these fish are swimming upstream uh-huh. and just getting massacred by alligators. <laughs> and and so, like, that makes me think of, like, that's not a vacation. No, no that's life They're or just death, getting dude. swallowed yeah. by all these yeah. fish. But that's all they know. You know the they, they don't know there's a better, better life out there somewhere. Ooh. Also, I got to take a piss, so we need to pause this. Yeah. yeah My bladder yeah, sucks it. when I drink. <laughs> yeah, as I All mentioned, right, we're uh, back. yeah, we're back. Um, it's funny. I can drink like I have a thirty-two like ounce like water um, yeah. thing. I'll drink like three of those. Not I drink two beers. Mm. I have to piss my brains out. I don't know what it is. I wonder if it's like a Pavlov's dogs type situation. Yeah, no, it's, it's just like, like the classical conditioning. Just- <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, alcohol. I have to piss. <laughs> it's just like it's one of my one of my worst qualities. But yeah, I mean. You could. That's not like a terrible quality. I mean, I can think of a lot worse. Drug addiction. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, that is coming from a pretty privileged kid, I would say. Is that's one of the worst qualities. But it sucks when you can't find a bathroom or when you're in a very public place because you know, as a dude, you can kind of just find a bathroom somewhere yeah. usually. Um, but especially in the city, you're in a very public place. If you're mm. just walking down the street, you can't just drop your pants and take a piss. So it's, nope. it can be very frightening sometimes, and it hurts. It can get very painful when you have to pee very bad. I don't know if you've ever experienced a I bad ha- pee I, pain. I have, not in a while. Um, I, I heard this. Have you ever seen the guy on TikTok or Instagram? I forget. I think he's a TikToker first. But I wish I knew this before I was in my 30s. Have you ever seen that guy? I don't do TikTok personally, so I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so he, he essentially just gives like life hacks or whatever. Okay. And one of them is before you go anywhere, go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> And it's like something you learn when you're an adult. Cause, so my mom used to do it when we were kids and it would drive me absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. But like now I like kind of realize like if I don't go to the bathroom and then we go take an Uber downtown or something like that or to the airport or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, f- shit, I got to yeah. pee. It is like- a panic. <laughs> it is a straight up panic. And now I understand. I'm like, okay, I get it now. Like, yes, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Even if I piss right before we go, it'll be like a 15 minute Uber to the city. Halfway there, I'm like, oh my God, I got to go. Like, it, it hits me so quick and mm-hmm. so hard where it's like a panic. And you're right. When you're in the back of an Uber, you can't just tell the dude, hey, pull over. I got it. Like, no, no that's someone else's car, and you just yeah. got to sit there and fucking wear it. It's plus, pretty tough. Plus, if you're with a group, you don't want to be that guy. Oh, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. And then everyone's like, oh, and you got to go find I'm, like a 7 Eleven. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. You, you guys got to pull over. I have yeah. to piss. Oh, I'm, let me go I'm like check dude. in this restaurant. Let me go check in this bar. Like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> so you know what's funny? So, you, well, we were talking about Drew earlier from New Jersey. So, he is a big we went down to new jersey the sophomore and junior year of spring break um mm. second time was actually right before COVID hit um but he is a big proponent of he does not stop on a road trip this kid keeps a roll of toilet paper in his car in case he needs to shit he is shit on the side of a highway before like he is like if you have to piss you're that's p- crazy you're pissing in a bottle the only time he pulls over is you have to shit and he'll throw you a t- roll of toilet paper he won't even go to like a rest stop he is just like that's psycho Although I do, I do understand where he's coming from because a trip that we usually take, you know, four to four and a half hours, if yeah. you stop a couple times, yeah. that turns into five and a half, six hours. Yeah. So on those long trips, I understand, um, you know, it kind of makes a little sense, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, just find a rest stop and, you know, let, yeah. me, let me shit in peace. So, yeah, well, like, so the last road trip I went on, 
was we I actually had to drive from JFK to Boston because my <laughs> flight got canceled on Sunday. It sucked. But anyways, I mean, we like stopped at a couple rest areas, and I don't think we spent more than like a half hour like in the bathroom. So yeah. it, it does prolong a trip. It but I think that does. might be a little too far. No, the, the roll of toilet paper is a little extreme. Like, I, I'm totally fine pissing in a bottle. It's what, If you got a yeah. shit on the side of a highway, that is taking it to a whole nother level yeah. that I don't want to be at. Well, because so. are you even really saving time? That's the thing. Are you, like, if there's a rest stop right off the highway, are you saving time pulling over on the side of the highway or just, like, two seconds inwards yeah. to a rest stop that's the one that didn't make sense to me like i said i completely understand pissing in a bottle that's fine you know need to pull over to as a man no reason pulling over to a rest stop to take a piss it's when you got to go number two that's that's a little extreme for yeah. me but yeah yeah i have seen there's um i don't know if i saw it on instagram or youtube it was like an ad but it was essentially something you pee into and then you can throw it away it's like biodegradable it's essentially like the piss in the bottle but it's, it's pi- like it's a biodegradable piss jug yes yeah, <laughs> <from Joe Park. laughs> okay so we okay i gotta tell you in high school um we always we had this buddy brian his name was brian too he yeah. was the kid's house we went to drink at mm-hmm. so did you have a friend in high school who's like house you'd go to, to drink? did you drink a big drinker in high school at all <laughs> kind of not to all his statutory limitations up now <laughs> i think it is no yeah so i would like either go to my house or like my friend Noah's house yeah so essentially so this was the kid so our hockey team was kind of a bunch of i played hockey in high school a bunch mm-hmm. of degenerates um i think our gpa Which, was like a two 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 three average yeah um so very you know a lot of fun a lot mm-hmm. of fun, degenerate fun, um, but you know, not the brightest kids. But long story short, we used to go to this kid's Brian's house after every game on Saturday. We had games on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So every Saturday, we'd have like a little bit of party. It wasn't a party. It was a bunch of kids just drinking in his basement. Yeah. Um, but we were big piss jug people. This kid had a bathroom right up the stairs. And for some goddamn reason, we just pissed in water bottles. So the next morning, you would just be stepping over like eight piss jugs. That's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And I have no clue why we did it but we did it and he would just be stepping over warm piss in the morning to try and get out hung over his balls so yeah that was interesting i don't think i've ever heard like because I've, I've seen piss jugs if people haven't watched trailer park boys i don't know if i suggest that to watch that if you're looking for a dumb show to watch and laugh at yeah. it, i'm trying to compare it to another show where it's just stupid comedy oh, it's comedy so stupid. um i don't know if you've ever seen letter kenny kind of the same deal just no, like I haven't. oh letter kenny's awesome it's just like what is it it's um, on hulu so okay. it's uh it's a it's the number one show in canada actually oh really so it's about small town life in canada um but that is just dumb stu- they, it's, yeah. it's one-liners the whole time they don't speak like <laughs> actual english it's one-liners it is so fucking funny dude i like, might have to check that out because i love canadian humor oh, so dude, much in in their accents are spot on mm-hmm. and so if you ever like take an edible smoke a joint yeah. i highly recommend just watching letter kenny dude it is so funny it is awesome it's just one line and so we talk in letter kenny lingo sometimes like it's just one-liners mm-hmm. and one-liners and it's so funny guys so i highly recommend it but yeah same type of deal just stupid comedy yeah. i feel like trailer park boys is the same way it's just like you don't need to pay attention no. you're just there to laugh it's funny yeah, i also feel like i can't watch trailer park boys alone oh no because no. if you do i'm like all right what am i doing with my life like avery like you yep. need to go do you something figure you it out to, like, do something productive what volunteer, are you doing volunteer like have you done your laundry <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's it's 11 o'clock and your highest balls then that, that might be acceptable mm-hmm. to turn on but it's also 
like you just said, same deal with Letterkenny. If you watch it with a group of people, it is so much more fun. Yeah. So, yeah, same well, yeah, because you're like, oh, these other people are wasting their time <laughs> yeah. doing this. It's fine. Exactly. You're like, wait, I'm not a fucking loser. These people are doing the same thing I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And it, it is also just kind of something nice to put on things you've seen before because it kind of like calms you. Like, that's one thing I did a lot during COVID. And then I remember reading an article later about it and it was talking about re-watching the same shows is like almost like therapy because you mm-hmm. know what's going to happen like if you watch the office like you know you're going to laugh you know mm-hmm. what's going to happen mm-hmm. and i never really like thought about it but if you want to like really analyze it it is true why some people rewatch things over and over and over yeah that makes sense and the office is a huge one that i know people who have seen the office like eight times i personally i personally haven't gone through the whole thing i made it to like season six or so it was just got too much and i didn't have the time to like just sit there okay good but you know i got through the the really the iconic episodes but um i just didn't have the time to sit there and watch i almost had to burp again to watch the uh the last few episodes uh yeah. the last few seasons there but same deal you know people watch it eight times because it's it's relaxing it's soothing it's calming it's yeah. um you know it's known to them it's not it's like i said it's something to fall asleep to almost once you've seen it that many times it's very just relaxing and calming yeah. but yeah yeah i think i've seen it through three times um and i i we were watching it the other night and i just was like cracking up because you forget things but like some episodes i've seen so many times i can essentially say verbatim for the and i suck at quoting things Uh like i can't quote anything else except for like the office probably yeah and no and like i said that is also another one of the stupid humor ones where you're like it is the some of the stuff um steve carell says on there is so dumb but it is so funny it is just like in another one there's quotes you can just like quote it like that it's Mm -hmm. very easy very quotable show so i like shows like that it's like very dumb stupid but very funny the Mm -hmm. office is definitely one of those but yeah yeah and it is kind of also funny just like watching some of those episodes because not that they wouldn't air today but they just like kind of like talk about topics and like say jokes and stuff and <laughs> what's it's the like, uh what's the rate the racism one uh the, the second the f- yeah or is it the first episode it, it's like when they're t- i think it's the first it's either the first or the second, but the diversity day episode. That's yeah, what it is, diversity is day. That would never like, play today. No. Not at all. No. But it is so freaking funny. And that is one thing that I do wish was different. Um, I watch a lot of comics now. I've gotten mm-hmm. into comedy. Um, stand-up. Um, oh, really? I love stand-up. So, I'm yeah. So, during COVID, actually, because that was exactly like you said earlier. You needed something to distract yourself a little mm-hmm. bit. And stand-up, stand-up comics were it for me. It was so funny. Um, love Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. <laughs> and all. So, I actually saw, me and Alyssa saw Tom Segura um, over the summer oh, in, really? in New Hampshire. I Was he hilarious? Dude, I... So, I've never seen one of his stand-ups. Okay, dude. It is so funny. So, you have to... So... I'm not a huge concert kid. I like going to concerts. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been to a few country concerts. I would watch a stand-up comic 10 times over, over a concert. I sat there. My Everything hurt after because I was <laughs> laughing so hard. I highly recommend going mm-hmm. to see a good one in person. So we talk, We saw Tom Segura. So yeah, I got into it and during COVID. So, you know, we liked Tom. We liked, and then you got to like the, the classics too. Dave Chappelle, you know, yeah, people like that. Very classic, but Tom and Bert. Um, they actually have a podcast, Two Bears, One Cave. It's a great podcast. Yeah, I've listened to a couple. It, it's, it's I, I remember that one clip of 
Well, I've seen a couple clips where they're just like laughing, but the one where Bert in the, with the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, his it's it's his laugh too. Dude. His oh, it's laugh so kills me, dude. It is unreal. I, I want to see Bert. He actually was it. I think he already made came to Boston. Um, tickets were crazy though, but he's I the next know, one on my sure. list. I want to see Bert. Um, but Tom, dude, it was so funny. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I don't know how they do it, dude. It, like they just get up there and you laugh. Like yeah. it is awesome. So I highly re- if you've never been to a live stand up comic highly recommend it it yeah, is awesome there's a there's so in burlington where i'm from um there's like a comedy cellar so i've been to a couple shows there and then have you ever heard of hassan minaj no i don't think so he's an indian comic he has he had a show patriot act on uh, netflix no i don't think i've seen it he's a little more like political but mm-hmm. i went and saw him in burlington actually when i was home i think it was this year um, but I think that might be the only like really big stand-up I've gone seen in live. Like I've wa- I've watched so many specials. Yeah. Like- no, but like like we were saying, or like that's a place where um, you know I hate to say the word, but cancel culture is not a thing. You can just laugh without consequence. There, it is so funny. But you also have to realize when you go there, they're not serious about any of the stuff. Oh so, no, 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 obviously. But um, but that's what's so cool. It's refreshing. It is a very refreshing feeling to be yes. like, there's people who have the same sense of humor that I do, but and they're willing to go out there and, and like say, say things. It, say yes. things. So they're not like, because like um, you know, obviously we're not like saying fucked up things behind closed doors, but stuff you don't, you wouldn't necessarily say in public. Um, but it's so refreshing to see someone who's willing to get up on stage and say that shit and you laugh so hard. It is so funny. So if you ever have the chance to see like Tom or Bert or something mm. like that, highly recommend it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's very refreshing. Yeah. And I've had conversations with other people, um, Danny Brown, who you know, who mm-hmm. helps out with the pod, but just like comedians are not that they're like intellects, but they're just like so observant mm-hmm. of the human culture mm-hmm. and they just like point things out. And you're like, oh, I never really thought about that, but they're 100 percent right. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's that, and also the fact that um, when you think of things, and you're like, um, you don't, re- you don't realize other people think the same things. Yeah, you're like, you're no, like, no, yeah. I shouldn't think that. Yeah, that's you're like, weird. no, that's weird. But then, like, he, they'll say it up on stage, and you're like, holy shit, I do the same exact thing, <laughs> and it is so. It's just like the little things in life that everyone mm-hmm. does, but no one's like willing to say it out loud. They'll say it out loud, and you're like, holy shit, I can totally relate to that. I do all of that. So that that it, that's another great thing about stand up. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just got into it, and I'm happy I did because like it is so funny. Yeah, and, and it makes. I think just comedy, like laughter and love, I feel like just obviously make life so much more fun. Like, oh, yeah. if you can laugh about things, like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it just makes think like terrible, not terrible things, but like if the, the point of comedy is to like shed light on negative things, mm-hmm. essentially. So, if you can make like comedic relief about exactly i mean it's tough issues tough issues if you can laugh about it it makes it a lot easier to like actually talk to people about it if you're not just so like oh you can't touch this topic like they'll bring it right in front of you Mm -hmm. and make a joke about it and it really lightens the mood and makes it more available you know for people to actually talk about which is cool it's another cool thing about it yeah uh so what are some other stand-ups you like uh, like I said, I like Tom, Dave Chappelle. Um, have you ever seen Fuzzy? 
No, is, who's fucking? He's this fat Mexican dude. I forget oh, his actual uh, name. Gabe, is it Gabe? Gabe? Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, Inglis, yes. yeah. Gabe. So Gabe he's hilarious. is so freaking funny, dude. He is I kind of him. like, I feel like sometimes he's like kind of mainstream and like, mm-hmm. it. it's not like, because he does like different voices and stuff yeah. and like storytelling. So like some of his stuff, but he is really funny. He's funny because like he gives a good insight into like Mexican culture too. So mm-hmm. it's funny to like um, think of that. You'd think I would actually love Bill Burr. He's from Boston. I'm not a huge Bill Burr guy. No? No, I'm not a huge Bill Burr guy. He's actually, he has a big thing in Fenway we're looking at. I was like, honestly, I don't want to drop that money to see Bill yeah. Burr. Like, well, I, so I so I love Bill Burr. Really? And I want to go see that, but it's so expensive. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. But it's also like it's the only comedian that's ever performed at Fenway. Yeah, so, so it's that's like, cool. I that's exactly that's the only reason that actually goes because it's at Fenway. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's iconic, and he he's an iconic comedian. He is funny. Like, um, so they, what what don't or what kind of turns you off from him? Uh, it's just like I feel like the way he delivers, he tries to like force it almost. It's not like as natural as other comedians. Okay. But on the other hand, like he has some really funny shit. What's the uh what's the shotgun one? Uh have you seen that? I don't it's know one if of I his have. best um his best takes. It's like a um he moved to like Texas or something, or like he's like I think I need a gun. And so he goes, he goes to like a gun store and gives us, yeah. you got to look it up on YouTube. It's so funny. He's like talking to the guy and he goes, this dude is some redneck fuck. And he just looks at me and he goes, and uh, uh, Bill's like, yeah, I think I'm getting like a pistol or something. And then the guy goes, no, you need a shotgun. He's like, he's like, why do I need it? He goes, it's got good spread. It's got good spread. And, and Bill was like, what the fuck does that mean? He goes, you don't got to be accurate. He goes, you see something going on over here? You just point and shoot, and it's not a problem anymore. It is like one of the most iconic uh, bits. I love it. That's really? that's an odd. So he does have some stuff I like, but yeah. it's just I think his delivery is a little forced for me. So I don't, I'm not a huge fan. But yeah, have you ever heard of the Philly rant, the Billboard Philly rant? Enlighten me. I might. So have. it's like this. It was this big. I think it was for charity. Like some guy, some comedian died, and there's a bunch of comedians in Philly. Um, that performed at what's the stadium there that the Eagles play at? Oh, is it Lincoln Field? Lincoln Financial. Yeah. 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 So these comedians are just getting booed off stage, like actually four bef- between Bill Burr before Bill Burr. There's like a couple in the like afternoon, and then it starts getting night. People are getting drunk, anyways. So Bill <laughs> Bill Burr just like goes out on the stage. I'll text this to you because it's hysterical. <laughs> Goes out on stage, picks up the mic. He's like, and he just says, all right, I got 10 minutes. And then he just proceeds to start just roasting the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> he's like, just going off on them saying like, F you, F like, F this city. Like, I hope your mother has cancer and dies with like leukemia. Like, I'm trying to think of like, just like all this terrible shit. And they're Let booing me. him, and then by the end of it, they start they like love cheering. It. Yeah, him. dude, that was the best. And so he just like turns the entire he, he turns the crowd from like booing all the people off stage, and then he him just swearing at them like sure. I mean, it's Philadelphia in a dude, nutshell, well, and so then that, they just love it. That's the funniest thing about it is. If you start shitting on people, they love yeah. it. That's what Tom, well, I think. It's hilarious. I when think people when people start me. shitting on like you, you and like the people around, like 
your area for like new england for example like um that's what tom did he came up to new hampshire and he starts like talking shit about like new england new hampshire and everyone was pissing them because it's true they know it's true (laughs) it's like this he's not lying and so it's just someone saying it and it is so freaking funny Mm -hmm. so like i completely understand why people laugh at that it is so funny when someone starts shitting on you and like where you're from like i actually kind of enjoy it Mm because it's like things that you see and then they're just pointing it out yeah. and it's honestly so and it's funny also again it's not in like a negative way it's not like oh you people in new hampshire you, you bunch of hicks like you suck it's like no like it's like it's comedy like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's you're supposed to laugh you're different at. and that's what i wish most pe- more people like would take life a little more lightly um one thing my mom said to me recently she's like as you get older you realize you're like don't take life so seriously no. it's like you have a certain amount of time here it's like laugh a little don't mm-hmm. take it so seriously like don't get fucking pissed at people for no reason it's just like live life a little lighter and that's what's funny if you just start being like an idiot in public one thing i love to do drew actually taught me this was just like cause a random scene in public like just, <laughs> so, just you know, one, one thing one of the funniest things he did he was here last weekend we were in the middle of like a cvs or walgreens he needed like a toothbrush you know when dogs drag their ass across the ground yeah and they, he starts doing that in the middle of Walgreens. What? <laughs> just, dude it was so fucking funny we're walking out he just starts like scooting his ass across the ground and go, Ooh, and he's just like going out like that. And everyone's just like, what is happening? But that's what I mean. It's like disrupt the normal way of life. I love when people are just doing <laughs> shot shit in the middle of public. It is so fun. It makes me so happy. I'm like, good. You're not just stuck in your normal ways. Like go do something that's going to make people be like, what is happening? Yeah. I love when people do shit like that. It makes, it disrupts you, the normal routine of life. And that's so fucking funny. I love when people do that. <laughs> that sounds like some like, like YouTube prank video. Like, yeah, oh, no, we exactly. But that's the thing. No one's even recording it. No, no. one's like, I did not take my phone. Fu- I'm just sitting there dying laughing. Mm-hmm. And that's like, what's funny is like, you can tell people, but until you see it, it is so, because everyone, it, it stops everyone. They're like, what is happening right now? And they're just staring and it makes me laugh harder than anything. It is so freaking funny. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is what, I mean, I don't go to like that extreme, but like, when I, like, go out to, like, a bar, like, club or whatever, like, I, just, like, look around and everyone's just kind of, like, standing there, like, doing that, like, mm-hmm. I wish people that are, like, more, like... Yeah, who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> you're never going to see these people again. You're all in, like, a dark room yeah. or, like, whatever, like... Yeah. You're like, I paid $20 to get in here and I'm just going to sit here and talk to my boys. Like, just stare at girls. Like, <laughs> all right, dude, you're sick. Like, no, go have fun. You're never going to see these people ever again. Yeah. And that's what... um recently i started learning that i'm like like you're never not, gonna see not ha- that you should be an asshole no, 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 but don't like, don't ruin other people's you know don't just get, have fun exactly don't be a nuisance but have fun you're never gonna see ha- like 99.99 percent of the people you see in public you will never ever see again <laughs> and a hundred percent of the people you see in public don't know who the fuck you are so who cares you, you don't gotta act like some you know like cool kid you don't gotta like act a certain way yeah you just be yourself and have fun like that is so much it's you enjoy life a lot more when you do that and we were talking about the other day where like we spent twenty dollars to go out and we just kind of sit there and talk to each other it's like why did why did we even go we could have just been doing this in our living room <laughs> so like, that's one realization we've been having is like we go out to like a club or something yeah. we all end up at a table just talking to each other yeah. with a beer with a fucking a twelve dollar beer in our hand yeah. we're like 
I could have bought a 30 rack for that and just sat in the <laughs> living room and just had had just as much fun. So Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. I don't know if I learned it like living in Boston or just maybe at school or I don't know, but essentially you should really only like quote unquote go out if you have something like planned. Yeah, exactly. If it's an event, if it's someone's birthday or, if, like, or you're meeting meeting, meeting, meeting people up out. with yeah, like exactly. a big group of people. But like you said, if it's just you and like your three roommates yeah. or like two buddies and like just like stay home it's not like yeah like this is sick especially because me and mike both have girlfriends too it's like i'm not picking up a girl mike's not picking up a girl <laughs> we're sitting here chris is with a, picking, no, up a girl. <laughs> chris isn't picking up a girl oh, i hope he's not he probably didn't make it this far anyways <laughs> but he, he's not picking up a girl so we're sitting there with our fucking cocks in our hand just drinking a drinking a 15 dollar bud light and i'm like this is this is so stupid i'm like and i'm a i'm a big go home early guy oh, i'm a big like i would rather go out at like six or seven and be mm-hmm. home by like 11 or midnight i'm not the type of kid that's like one or two in the morning that's yeah. like let's keep fucking partying i'm like no i i want to be in bed by 1 a.m on a weekend yeah. or else i'm fucking miserable the next day you're, and mat- like, you're mature exactly like I, I think we're getting to that point like we've been going to clubs and stuff like not necessarily clubs but like you know big bars where there's like dance floors and stuff like that i'm already at the point where like i'd rather just go sit at a bar and have a beer and talk to like my friends yeah so like that's kind of where i'm at right now mm. and i i do agree having a girlfriend helps because like i don't desire going out to a club and you know trying to pick up a chick like that's yeah. the reason why i feel like kids our age go to a club it's to get laid um, me. <laughs> <laughs> i just go to have fun yeah no but I, I also think like and like not not that women at a club i don't want to meet them because i like meeting new oh, people yeah, no, absolutely. but it's just like i don't go out to like a club or bar in boston to like pick up a your, girl your main goal isn't I'm to just be like a- meeting people having fun exactly. with my friends like i have other like there's other times to do and, that and it's fucked up because I've seen kids that are the opposite and they're like, I'm going to fuck at this club. I'm like, and they are the weirdest fucking yeah, kids. They're, weird. they're they're creepy. It's like I don't want to associate <laughs> with them. I'm like, I don't know this kid. I'm yeah. so sorry for what he's doing. It's not like, you know, um, in like a terrible way. It's just like a creepy, awkward, like I was the kid at townhouse parties, even when I was single, I would just be standing on a couch slapping the ceiling. Like I have no interest in like you know the chase the hunt like or anything like that i'm just like i'm here to have a good time like if you know back then if something happens it happens but like you know i was never the kid to pursue anything or like go out for that specific reason i was always just like i'm here to have fun so Mm -hmm. you know that's that was my vibe even back back in like the single days yeah 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 life is life is more fun when you have fun and laugh about it exactly (laughs) dude you just gotta take it less seriously and laugh and have more fun be Mm -hmm. do stupid shit exactly yeah but. um anything else you want to talk about got any topics no no um i'll come back with chris we'll do it we'll do it th- uh, i was about to say three really? that sounded so bad <laughs> no we'll, we'll, we'll do it three per- uh, that'll be fun yeah maybe stretch it out a little more you have three voices maybe yeah definitely, longer. definitely but yeah i mean we're right oh. down the street so yeah hopefully we won't have a sports game we have to yeah. go watch before <laughs> go celtics see. are playing tonight go sees game two because yeah. i think this will come out next week no maybe a week after so, yeah. so they might be out by then now they're gonna win <laughs> prediction <laughs> well, prediction, prediction prediction okay so i don't watch basketball at all i watch the playoffs um i've i've watched i think i watched game 
five, six, and seven. I don't know. Yeah, I've watched, I just watched, I've watched everything. Um, for those of you listening, I'm a big hockey guy. Love hockey. Go Bruins. Watch like pretty much every single reg- even regular season game this They're year. Out there, right? Yeah, they, they got out. It's so <laughs> yeah, disappointing. But um, no, C's prediction. Mm-hmm. I got season six. Season six. Season six. Okay. Yeah, but we'll see how that plays out. When this comes out, I might sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, any last shout-outs? Uh, what was that? Yeah, something on the street. Some shot. Um, no, not really. Good to be here. Good to be on the pod. Yeah. Um, I might be famous someday, so we'll see. Well, we're both going to be famous. Yeah, so. this, this shit will blow up. So. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, good talk, buddy. We'll have you back. Word. Peace. Peace.